Warning. Anime Out of Context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And this is how I start my new year. Really? I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. It is a new year, Remington. Isn't that exciting? Uh, yeah, that's a word that's in the dictionary. Remington, think of it this way. We started our podcast uh, late January, early February. At this point, you've nearly done a full year of anime. That's not something I'm proud of. It's an accomplishment, Remington. You are someone who, from the get-go, was like, eh, anime, take it or leave it, not a big fan. But now look at you. Look at how far you've come. Eh, anime, really fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come now, Remington. We have seen so many amazing things, both good amazing and bad amazing. Uh, <laughs> see the Christmas special for an example. But it's an accomplishment, man. Not a lot of people can say they've done nearly a year worth of a project. And I suppose the fact that we are getting to a year into it is really exciting, and I'm sure you have some awful plans for our actual anniversary of it. But nonetheless, we're starting this new year, and I'm just hoping that we're starting it at least decently, at least a little better than last week. Maybe 2019 can start off with some level of positivity when it comes to this podcast and anime as a whole. I can guarantee you one thing, Remington. Oh? You won't put this one in the abyss. <laughs> That's the most guarantee I'm willing to make you, because uh, I like this show a lot. It's a cute show. It's entertaining uh, to a lot of people, but it's not for everyone. Okay, so already it sounds like I'll hate it. Well, it, not necessarily. It's, it's a comedy show, Remington. Oof. Which is why it's very subjective. Comedy is subjective. Not, some things that make me laugh might not make you laugh, vice versa. People who listen to our podcast don't laugh much, so it's kind of hard for us to tell. <laughs> we are certainly not experts on comedy. No, we're trying, though. We're trying our best. <laughs> if you've ever been amused by this podcast, well, thank you. That's very sweet. You don't have good taste, but we appreciate it. Yeah, and <laughs> the pity is very bittersweet in the long run. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll, we'll accept it. whatever we can get. We need whatever validation we can uh, get our hands on at this point because we're so desperate. We've been doing this for nearly a year. Come on. And so it, this is going to be cute. It's going to be comedic. What are we getting ourselves into this week, Sean? Well, Remington, I want to do something that we haven't done in quite a while. I want to talk about some visualization. I want to get you really in the mindset of this anime. Okay, okay. All right, so picture this. A deep, heavy fantasy world, dark and powerful, with a very powerful de devil king ruling over this land, causing terror and tormenting hundreds of people, and that is you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you are known simply as Satan. Uh, yo, okay, that, that very vague, ambiguous term could mean anything. You said this was a cute, comedic anime? Well, it's cute as in overall it's a cute show, but... <laughs> 
look, just because we're starting off with you as Satan doesn't mean it's gonna get too overly dramatic. The Fall of Lucifer in the Holy Bible is my favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly, Remington. We're not talking about Christianity, Satan. Oh? No, no, no. We're just talking about the general idea of a devil king that just happens to be called Satan. It's <laughs> just a by the by. Who knows where he could have gotten that name from? There's so many possibilities. It is quite a common name at this point. Uh, but this is actually a very common trope in a lot of uh, fantasy animes, whether it's used as a comedic point or just as a old-school serious thing. The idea of a devil king ruling over a fantasy world and a bunch of heroes banding together to try and take him down for one reason or another. It's a very common uh, JRPG plot device uh, that is used to great effect in a lot of ways and sometimes to quite a horrible effect. And so we're just watching a glorified JRPG. We're just watching Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone terribly from the opposite. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Remkin. It's nothing like what you're thinking. So picture this. You are Satan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so many of our listeners already think that, so sure, it's not too hard to imagine. Yeah, you should be able to get into character pretty easily. You are Satan, and we are at the climax of the story. Of I'm this sorry RPG. to interrupt, but I'm just thinking about what Weeb Satan would say. And I imagine Weeb Satan really evil and stuff, right? And he goes and he just says terrible things like, you shouldn't fuck your sister, or underage girls aren't okay to perv on. You know, just things that weebs don't want to hear in their day-to-day -day life. And that, uh, that, I think, is Weeb Satan. I feel like... <laughs> You are directing some of your thoughts in a certain direction. I can't imagine where that's going, but... Who knows? Yeah. Don't worry, though. There's no sister fucking in this show. Oh, thank God. No, no. None whatsoever. Where was I? Oh, yes. This is the climax of the story. The heroes have broken into your keep. They have defeated most of your army. Your closest and most trustworthy uh, generals and hands are by your side. You are fighting the hero of legend who is attempting to defeat you and get rid of you once and for all. And you're losing. What's the first thing you do, Remington? Uh, maybe disappear. Maybe use deus ex machina bullshit. Maybe try and negotiate or beg. Those are a few options that come to my head. It's a bit of a combination of the first two in a lot of ways. Okay. You're backed into a corner with your most trusted advisor by your side. You're about to lose. You need to escape. You need to recuperate. So you open up a portal, and at, right before you enter it, you shout out to the heavens, I will be back, and I will be strong enough to defeat you and subjugate you all. So says I, Satan! <laughs> and then you go through the portal with your dude. Okay. And that's just the opening couple minutes. I'm so confused! Oh, no, this anime isn't actually going to take place in a fantasy world. Don't be ridiculous. Does, is Satan just transporting to our world? Bingo! <laughs> what the? Wait, so, okay. So this anime is an anime where Satan, who's basically Satan, but not to be confused with actually Satan, transporting from this fantasy world and just coming to Earth. Yeah, it's kind of a reverse isekai in a lot of ways. Okay. Because, I mean, we did an episode on Sword Art Online, which is technically an isekai, at least the first part of it is, but it's not a good isekai. No. No, no, no. It's not a good much of anything, really. So I figured, well, maybe I'll show him an isekai that actually is well-liked, well-appreciated, and has good reason to be enjoyed. 
But there are so many, like, stereotypical modern dude thrown in a fantasy world, modern chick thrown in a fantasy world scenarios that I thought, well, which one do I show him? And then it came to me. Obviously, I have to listen to our dear listeners, dive into the recommendations, and I found the perfect anime. Okay, and what is this anime called? Uh, the Japanese name for this anime is called... Ataraku Maosama. Ooh. Yes, I will tell you the English title in a moment, because... There's still more of the synopsis I gotta get for you. Oh, but of course, why wouldn't there be? Yes. Uh, but just as a side tangent, uh, the lovely people who recommended this anime is, I'm sure, are several others. But the first four emails I came across were from Sereda. Said that right. Thank you for the pronunciation in that email. <laughs> um, Megan, Rachel, and Christine. Okay, very woman-focused, these recommendations for this one. Yes, yes. Interesting. I mean... I don't know if I'm trying to read too much into it, but we'll see. No, it is uh, considered a shounen in a lot of ways, because okay. it's, it's isekai, it's got magical, it's got some battling in it in the first couple minutes. Yep. Uh, but then, here you are in our, our world. A world you yep. have no idea anything about... And for some reason, magic doesn't seem to be working here. Oof, I'm a confused little Satan. Yes, you're the most confused <laughs> Satan. Uh, which, by the way, how confused do you think Satan is on a daily basis? Wildly. Yeah. So basically, it is you. You are pretty close to Satan. <laughs> I am Satan. Best character so far. Number yes. one. Ten out of ten. Yes, you exit the portal and you are in this fantastical land with giant buildings made out of concrete lights everywhere. Carriages made of metal driving around. Did he not know where the portal was going? No. What? He just made an escape portal. <laughs> Surely you should have a general idea. Don't be ridiculous. If you're desperate, you're low on magic, of course you're just going to make a very powerful portal that'll take you as far away from these freaks as possible. <laughs> Possibly to just another planet and dimension entirely. Hey, planar travel is a very common story theme in a lot of anime. Of course. All right, continue. And you're looking around, you're like, okay, this is strange, but I can work with this. Uh, where's my assistant? He turns, looks at his assistant, and there's just a dude standing behind him that looks kind of like his guy. Okay? And then you realize, wait a minute, where are my horns? Where are my wings? Where's my magic? Oh my god, we look human. Which could be pretty traumatizing to the king of all evil and devils, I'd imagine. It would be pretty rough, yeah. Yeah, and your magic is limited, what do you do? What do you do? Obviously, Remington, the first thing you should do is get information. Who do you get information from? The police. Oh, okay. So Satan's going to the cops. Uh, sort of. Satan gets arrested. It's besides the oh, point. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Just take it in for questioning. It's fine. Uh, they find all the information, and then the story of the real plot is them trying to get back home, trying to find out where magic is, how they can build up magic, because they just don't have enough magic to get back at this point. But unfortunately, until that point... They kind of need a way to survive. So Satan gets a job at McDonald's. What the fuck? The English name for this anime is The Devil is a Part-Timer. <laughs> and it is the story of Satan working at McDonald's trying to survive on a measly part-time job while he tries to get back to his land. Oh, uh, we all resonate with this tale. Yes. As uh, 20-somethings ourselves, we all understand the plight and drama of trying to afford to survive in today's society. Okay, so it has a title matching Love, Chunibio, and Other Delusions. However, though I was quite charmed by that title, I was ultimately disappointed by what it delivered, and I'm concerned that the same thing is going to happen here. It's honestly a very straightforward show. Like, the, the synopsis I gave you was the most complicated thing about it, I'll oh, be honest. Of course. 
Because, I mean, you've got the devil in modern-day Tokyo working at a McDonald's, trying to make ends meet and trying to be thrifty while also trying to find a way back to his homeland. And then you've got people coming through this portal as well, trying to deal with Satan and falling into the exact same situation. Okay, so this is just a common portal. Uh, kind of, yeah. It's a portal he opens up, uh, one or two people get through it, and then it closes, and then more people try to open up a new portal to this place to follow Satan, because, like, Satan escaped through here, that's our only clue. We have to go and defeat Satan and this land so he doesn't come back. I'm gonna make a prediction right now. What's your prediction? In the fantasy world, there's gonna be some type of, like, wizardy or gadgety boy, and he's gonna be an asshole. I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> You'll have to watch to find out. I suppose I suppose that I will. But honestly, Remington, this is a very beloved show in a lot of ways. It, just because it's a fun concept, it has some fun characters, and it has some really on-point comedy in a lot of places. Some good facial expressions, some over-the-top gestures, and very uh, anime things. Like, you know, in a lot of Power Ranger, old-school Power Ranger stuff, they do dramatic poses and... Oh, yeah, yeah, Flashes and explosions to cast magic or do attacks. Yep. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Power Rangers was originally a Japanese thing. Oh, Power Rangers is the anime trying to indoctrinate us. Okay. I'm <laughs> on to you. Uh, you can put your tinfoil hat away for now, Remington. We'll get to that in a bit, but yes. Uh, so it's got a lot of the overdramatic magic casting poses that are very common in those old school... Power Rangers and tropes and uh, anime. So it's got a lot of that very self-referential humor that's very amusing to fans of anime and to just general public as well in a lot of ways. Okay, well, I'm a big fan of comedy done right, and that also means that I am probably more of a critic than comedy than most people. Uh, yes. Just because we're not funny doesn't mean we understand what funny is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Honestly, it's a pretty highly rated show at about uh, 7.96. Okay, decently highly rated. But as always, the ratings of the masses give me no faith. Yeah, but it is a, based on a light novel, and our experience with light novel books tend to be pretty positive. Uh, not counting the sister... Yeah, I know, not counting the sister fucking one. But there are no sisters in this show at all. Oh, thank God. So you're good, hopefully. I don't like that, hopefully. I don't like that last minute, hopefully. Well, there's a little fan service. It's, uh, it's anime, though. It's anime. Let's be real, it's anime. Damn you, anime. <laughs> but And it's a really short show, too. It's only 13 episodes. Oh, thank God, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually one of the, the biggest controversy with this show right now is that it's one of those shows that everybody kind of wants a second season to, but just hasn't happened. Does that mean that he doesn't get back to his world? That is correct. Well, shoot. Well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> minor spoiler, but 13 episodes is usually meant to just hook you in. Even Sword Art Online didn't end in 13 episodes. It should have. Well, yeah, it should have. Should have. Yeah. Very much so. That 14th episode. Oof. <sighs> Oof. You're going to be traumatized by that for quite a while, but that's fine, Remington. It can only go up from there as far as I'm concerned. Which is great. And honestly, I think you'll find some enjoyment in the show. It's not going to be anything groundbreaking for you, but it's going to be the type of show that you watch and be like, that was enjoyable and it was kind of cute and it had some funny moments. All right, let's see if I find it humorous and cute. If I do, it will have succeeded. If I don't, then each of you will get to hear me complain about it in detail very shortly. Don't worry, Ram. I When I say cute, I'm just going to specify. I'm not talking moe. Although there is that for some people, depending on your taste in Moe. Moe is very subjective. 
But does it have my moe? No. All right. Well, then I'm basing it solely on comedy. That's it. That's <laughs> the only thing it can have going for it. When I say it's a cute show, I mean it's it's just like, oh, I like this show. It's adorable. All right. If it fucks up the comedy, then it's in the hole. It, mm, it won't be in the hole, Remington. The only thing that might make you think it goes in the hole was that it was aired in 2013. Oh, that's the dark times. It is the dark times, but this is like a tiny beacon of hope in the dark times. Sean, that was the dark ages of anime. That's where Sword Art Online came from. Technically, that was 2012. Listen here, fucko. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, so what if Attack on Titan was 2013? It's besides... God damn it, no! Alright, I have no hope anymore. I'm, oh. I am in the abyss. Things are going poorly. Pray for me, because things are going to go bad. Hey, all four of these people think that you're going to like this show. <laughs> oh, now I feel obligations. Oh, yeah. I'm piling all of the guilt, all of the responsibility of a popular podcaster which maybe one day will be, but that I, I have to dream. They say if you vocalize your dreams, they're more likely to happen. Yeah, there you go. I want lots of money. I hope for our listeners and their kind recommendations that I like it as much as they think I will, but it is in the dark times of anime, and that's scary and rough. I'm scared, but maybe hopeful? I don't know. We will see. It's about Satan working at McDonald's. How can you not enjoy that? Yeah. All right, let's go watch some Devil is a Part-Timer. Requirement of Devil is a Part-Timer. Remington, how you feeling, bud? I'm feeling pretty decent. Yeah, not a bad little show. Nothing spectacular, but nothing too groundbreaking, wouldn't you say? I would say that this show was pretty good. Really? And that about summarizes most of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, man, it's not a too complicated show, but I don't have regrets watching it. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable, it's inoffensive. If you're interested in something that's pretty enjoyable and that you can turn on in the background, listen and watch, then this is a good candidate. You aren't probably going to leave thinking that it's the best thing ever. It doesn't do anything extraordinary or particularly unique beyond the concept, which sort of disappointed me a bit because the concept is an amazing one. And the show, it wasn't bad, but... You just want, you wanted more Satan and McDonald's and less uh, Satan trying to figure out Shonen stuff. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is what you always want. You always want more emphasis on the concept and less on the overall arching story. Especially when the concept is so good because that's where the story should be. And this, I get, is slice of life. There's not a whole lot of story. But if anything, that seems like it should count in the favor for what I am saying, that you should emphasize that concept a little more because it's slice of life, but instead it sort of focuses on characters and relationships. And it's not that either characters or relationships were bad, but all of them were pretty run-of-the-mill. In a lot of ways, yes. And it's actually technically only slightly slice of life. It has heavy slice of life elements, but it is overall a shonen fantasy show to some extent. 
Because, again, there is an overarching plot. It's them trying to get back or dealing with the things that arise from their world and them trying to survive. Yeah, I suppose so. But you wanted more comedic uh, slice of life. Oh, it's Satan. Satan is uh, serving me french fries. How do I feel about that? I wanted them to go a little bit further into the concept, and I also wanted them to have interesting details, because that's where I feel like it sort of fell apart for me personally is it has a strong concept, and it does the concept well, and it does its humor well, and everything it does well, but there doesn't seem to be anything special or unique about it. All of those details on the sidelines haven't been polished to create this novel product, they have just been created for a commercial product. And a commercial product, it will be good, but that is all it will be! And uh, the thing is, Remington, this is uh, still a fairly popular show, and the problem with the three-episode thing is, of course, people are going to be like, eh, but that's right when things start to get interesting with the shonen stuff. But lately, we've been doing a lot of episodes that have gone past three episodes. Don't I know it! And I feel like for these next couple of episodes that we put out, we're going to try and stick to three and maybe four at most, unless the anime really calls for it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, you're not that lucky sometimes. Monster Musume <laughs> was only three episodes, my dude. Oof. But after a certain amount of time, we got to kind of go back to where we started. It's a brand new year. We have to revisit our old concepts of starting with just three episodes, seeing where it takes us from there. So you do have that guarantee for me. That's my new year gift for you for the next couple of weeks. We'll see how long that lasts. Nonetheless, I think that when it comes to The Devil as a Part-Timer, it's a really fun title, and all of the different characters, I really wish that they were just more interesting than they were. And once again, none of them were bad, but that's all I can say about them. So you're saying they're at about like a 6, uh, so good, but not too great, and you want them to bump it up to 11 with their silliness. Exactly, I just want them to be unique characters rather than all of them are just tropes. There is not a single character that I haven't already seen dozens and dozens of times. There's not a single relationship that I haven't seen dozens and dozens of times. And it does all these things well, but I've seen it all before. And not even in the sense, for example, Your Name. Your Name used a lot of similar ideas, but it used them filled with so much heart, passion, detail, creativity, that even if it was similar ideas, it brought them to a completely new level. This didn't happen today. Yeah, you're. I'll tell you right now, my dude, if you're going to compare everything to your name, you're going to be very <laughs> disappointed. Uh, which you should go watch that if you haven't already, because you're nuts if you haven't. It's uh, a great one. But uh, your name aside, I'll be honest with you, Remington, I told you in the first half that loads of people wanted a uh, second season for this, because once past the episode three mark, there's a lot of fantasy shown and stuff, some more good jokes, some more fun characters introduced and things like that. But again, very tropey characters. But it was enjoyable to the point that everybody was like, well, this was pretty good. I'd like to see more of it. What you just discussed is honestly I what I think is the reason why there isn't a second season. Because it's a pretty good uh, show overall, but it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing that breaks the mold in such a way that would get a massive, huge following. Everybody that sees it says, yeah, I like that show. It's pretty good. I wouldn't mind seeing a second season, but there's not really hordes of people petitioning over and over saying, hey, hey, 
second season of this, second season of this, like you saw with Attack on Titan, which I know you hate to bring that up. I hate Attack on Titan so much. Yes, but uh, you have to admit, Attack on Titan had such a huge following that they did eventually get a second season, albeit like six years later, but that's yeah. besides the point. But for those of you who are still like, oh, where's the second season? What what can we do? What can we do? Uh, it might come. It might not. It's been about, you know, five years. Could come out next year. Could come out a few years from now. Or it might not come out at all. Uh, the only solace I have to offer you guys is there are still more light novels after the initial first season. And there is the manga, which is also pretty good. Uh, we don't usually talk about manga and light novels specifically on this show because, of course, you can't really watch an anime and be like, oh, but the book was better. They're separate. They have to be separate. You have to review them as separate entities. Yeah, ultimately, I feel like with this, the thing that's going to stay with me and with, I would imagine, most people the longest is the concept. The fact that you have Satan come into the everyday world and work at McDonald's or McRonald's, as it were, which... <laughs> Of course, always entertains me, but it has every single time you've had a parody of McDonald's or Holy Potter or uh, Starbucks you've had in a couple different anime. Anytime they do that, I'm always entertained. Holy Potter is my favorite anime. Hey, <laughs> back to our roots. But the concept is great, and I will forget about just about everything else. I will hardly remember a thing beyond the concept because the characters are relatively forgettable, all things considered. And, of course, it wouldn't be an anime if it didn't have a goddamn tsundere. Which, let me say right now, Sean, since the start of the podcast, since you have introduced the idea of a tsundere, I think I just despise tsundere's. You know what? That's completely fair. They are starting to compete with fan service as my least favorite thing about anime. And I did discuss, uh, the first time we talked about Sundere's Toradora. Yep. Uh, and Sundere's and tropes in general have this same problem. They've been done before, they've been done many times, and a lot of situations where they've been used well, people attach themselves to them, they like them, they enjoy them. Problem is, though, if you only use the trope and you don't build off of it to make an actual character as opposed to just a girl who's a bit of a bitch, you're not getting anywhere with it. And that definitely showed with this anime today, where the tsundere was a tsundere, and that's just about all she was. And all of the characters hit their character beats very strongly. Each of them were easily identifiable, each of them stood out for what they were, but ultimately, they just fit the trope nicely, and didn't expound on it or innovate upon it in any way, shape, or form. Which, if you're going to have such an interesting concept, that is creative, that is unique, I feel like you have to do. So even though this show was good, I still feel quite disappointed by it because it could have been so much better. I agree. I will say this in its defense, though. Most of the jokes land pretty damn well. Oh yeah, there were a lot of uh, good, really good jokes. There were none that like had me rolling, laughing. There were none that made me lose my mind. But it was a chuckle fest. But yeah, everything was generally pleasant. Everything was quite humorous, even if it didn't have huge peaks. It was quite successful. One of the more successful comedies that we've had. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't as comedic as Watamote, for example, which had amazing moments and also had me lose my mind at a few moments. Because cringe comedy is very powerful. Oh yeah. But it was fun, it was enjoyable. 
if you decide to watch this, then you will enjoy yourself, and you may forget it soon after, but if you're just looking for anything to watch at all, you're just looking for something to fill the space, fill the time, then this is a decent option. Honestly, yeah, it's kind of like the friends of anime. Yeah. You know, it's something to watch and you can enjoy, and you might recognize a quote or two from, like, one that made me chuckle a lot was, why the hell is Satan working at McDonald's? That was a good line. That was a great line. Which, come on, why would he be? Unless he has been the whole time. Dun dun dun. And then you learn that in those cold black eyes, Ronald McDonald holds a very dark secret. It's called obesity. <laughs> God bless America, Sean. <laughs> and that's the message I really want to impart everyone with as we sort of get towards the end of this episode is McDonald's. If you're listening to us, because I know you're a big fan. We are totally willing to do a sponsorship deal. We don't give a fuck. We will sell out in a moment. Give us like half a cheeseburger and we will advertise Hey, you. I've already got the contract written up in blood. All we need to do is prick our fingers and seal it with our own and we are set. Perfect. We don't have integrity. Give us food. We're set. Honestly, and that goes for anybody. If you want to sponsor us <laughs> to say anything, we'll, we will. If, if any of our listeners just <laughs> want to send us food, then we will deliver whatever message you want if you send us food we do not care and back on uh devil's a part-timer the most unrealistic thing about this show is not the fantasy stuff oh, not no. satan it's the fact that two men can live in a small one-bedroom apartment on the income of a job at mcdonald's that just doesn't exist that, that that's going to be our spin-off podcast sean we give <laughs> that a shot we move in together one of us just goes and works at McDonald's. It'll be great, and we'll probably die. Well, that's probably the end of our lives. Yeah, We're done. The only suspension of disbelief I have is that it's in Japan, and maybe it's better over there. <laughs> maybe. But we're in America, Remington. Land of the free, home of the brave, and home of the broke as well. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Sean? God bless it. So all in all, Devil's part-timer, enjoyable. I do say, go watch it. You'll laugh for a minute, you'll have some fun, and honestly, one of my favorite things about the show are the facial expressions. Oh, the facial expressions were on point. Because they're over the top, they're very uh, precisely done, they're well animated, and where a lot of the best jokes come from. Like, if you remember anything aside from the concept, it'll be the facial expressions. Oh yeah, for sure. But I have to ask Remington, want to go watch some more Devil is a Part-Timer with me? Yeah, I guess if I don't have anything else going on. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our rant on the eco economical state of America and, oh God, how poor we are, feel free to drop us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen on, whether it be uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can't leave reviews on Spotify, but if you could, you should. <laughs> Um, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you listen. Word of mouth is actually the best way for a podcast like us to grow. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either send an email over on to animeoutofcontext at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at AnimeConPod on Twitter. We're still learning, but we're figuring it out gradually. I actually replied to a tweet for the first time the other day. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you, I Sean. know. <laughs> I hope I did it well. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and, well, here's to another year of anime. Insert kazoo noise.